Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. It is Swolecast Draft Day 2023. Lots of other fantasy shows out there taking the offseason off. Not us. We just grind. We just grind. And and this is one show that, um, that it's going to be a grind, hopefully. We got anonymous bettors moving betting markets for the number one overall pick. Who knows what's going to happen the rest of round one and, and into round two. But luckily... Luckily, we've got a guy on the show formerly known as Pat the Poor. Uh, he's been on the past two draft shows on Swolecast and would, uh, you know, he'd break down all that you need to know about the NFL draft. Now he's Patty Millions after his big $2 million win. So has that changed his work ethic? Has that changed the grind that he is doing on the draft? Who knows? Does money change you? Maybe. Uh notorious profile clicker Pete Overzet says that is this Pat- a cold open. <laughs> but yeah, Pat Corain doesn't uh Pat Corain doesn't follow the Swolecast Twitter account anymore. So uh speaking of Pete, we've got some hand in the mulch that? takes uh so. from other Twitter accounts saying that he is living a little in his own best ball draft. So that's and so much more coming up on the Swolecast here at <laughs> Rudderbriders.com. Yep, that's me. I just want you guys to know I'm cool with that. I'm the problem. Hear ye, hear ye. Leave it to the guy with the crypto jeans, Abby, to not understand content. <laughs> I should have known you getting 30 likes was directly written by someone else. <laughs> I've put no research into this. Don't know if it's true at all. You're on the right show. You know me. I don't do a, a ton of research before the show. Bro, live a little. <laughs> live a little. Just live a little, guys. Welcome to the Swolecast. Davis Matic, Peter Overzet. I'm David Kitchen. And uh, our special guest, Patrick, Patty Millions, Corain. Um, Pat, how's it going? It's going good. Yeah. Excited to join after, uh, you know, Big Cat turned you down and a number yeah. of other prominent guests just right. <laughs> had shown no interest. I assume, you know, it's, I'm glad yeah. to be here. We have we, you are above the like big cat on the ladder. Uh, well, it's the so, yeah, like you, 
Big Cat hasn't won two million dollars, and uh, well, and, his, <laughs> I don't know his bar still equity. Is probably yeah, a, a couple. Of he didn't win that. He didn't win that. He he earned that, right? So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, that's better. There was no chance in that. So that was uh, uh, all him. So yeah, but Pat, we're we're excited that, to have you on, uh, Davis. How are you doing? You know, we're just living. We're living the dream, Dave. Yeah. We're living the dream. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I get paid to do what I love. Yeah. I sit at, I sit at home in my oversized Carhartt t-shirt all day. Yeah. Uh, it's beautiful, man. It's a beautiful day to be alive. Making Scale content across a ton of different mediums. Yeah. It really is a, a glorious time to be alive. Yeah. And, and Pat is now like, he's, he's just doing whatever, just a, you know, content creator, just going on whatever streams, ask him to be. To I be think, on. I think we all sort of unilaterally share the same dream, which is to win a contest large enough to both provide us a nest egg in case we fail, but to also give people a hook yeah. to sign up, to pay for our opinions. I, I think that yeah. just sort of goes across the board to everybody. Yeah. Yes. Davis scale of one to one to 10. How excited are you for this draft? Like compared What's, to other drafts. So I, I would say, I'm like a seven out of 10 for this draft. Couple things. First is that it's in Kansas city, but it didn't work out for me and my buddies to like get like a, you know, to go to it basically like, Why? The, well, people don't want to admit this about Kansas city. It's relatively small compared to where they normally do this. Like the area where they're doing the NFL draft is like the size of a football field, you know, and they've done a lot to the city to make it more accommodating and everything. But the economic reality of that is to get anywhere close to get anywhere near to where you could like hear the picks being announced yeah. for Thursday night is like, you're paying like $300 a head Davis, to get like Davis, the table. You, you have made a critical mistake. We have NFL connections that actually like watch this show. This like these connections I mean, got me you know, into the front stage, front stage of the draft in Nashville four years ago. It is. So it is what not, it is. You have not because you ask not. All right. Um, let's get to Peter Overzet. Peter, how are you today? Yeah, no, I did want to do some table setting, just kind of what yeah. this episode is going to be about. Yeah. And I know everyone wants to talk about BBM4 right now. We just had the full price structure release, but I want you guys to know that today is about the Swolecast delivering the definitive in only 2023 NFL draft preview. And guys, I've been refreshing my podcast feeds, my YouTube yeah. subscriptions. <laughs> And it truly is anyone talking me. about this? No, they aren't. We're the only people in the entire industry who are covering this pivotal event. And I think it goes without saying, but we've been grinding our cocks off, maybe even <laughs> down to a nub around here with NFL draft research. And, you know, to further signal that we aren't fucking around. Uh, sorry, Steve. Um, yeah. We are bringing in an offensive line prospect guru, Patrick Twain, <laughs> to help millions. us break down. This class, and now I know a lot of this massive audience might not know Pat, but you're going to know him after today because as far as I'm concerned, this guy has a one-bullet resume, and that's O-line expert. So be sure to get your offensive line questions into the chat. We'll be sure to pass them along. But for the next, I don't know, 53 or 54 (laughs) minutes, I do have a hard out at 3.30. We will be doing a seven-round, 259-pick mock draft from the 101 all the way to Mr. Irrelevant, third round reversal. You also must say the name, spell it, and repeat the name for each pick, but you can ask me to use the player's name in a sentence. Kitchen, you're on the clock. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I on this mock draft, I have the Titans trading up for the number one overall pick. Uh, <laughs> for all the first round picks. Uh, yeah, that's, that's what we're doing. So uh, thank you, Peter, I- for, for that. We got, I yes, want to follow up. I want to follow up on Peter's bit. I got an anonymous text message this morning from an industry source that said, yeah. "Is anyone interested in listening to a two-hour podcast that is just a mock draft of the first ten picks of the 2023 <laughs> NFL draft?" Is, is that <laughs> what you did with Gretch the other day? <laughs> yeah. we, hey, we got in. We got in in a cool 70 minutes, and we did the whole first round. We okay. we got in. We got yeah. out. Nice and tight. Well, at the end, it was a little, uh, Gretch was like, I don't know who to pick here. And then Davis had some thoughts. <laughs> was, uh... yeah, we got to, we got to like pick 25 and I was like, the Giants literally don't have a center on their roster. You got to take one of these big beefy guys from the big 10. And Gretch was like, all right, I'm sold. I'm in Wisconsin center. <laughs> let's go. He put down center as, as his pick. For center. The Giants. <laughs> 
Like it is pretty insane though that yesterday we had Will Levis go from fifty to one odds uh at number one overall to like four to one because of an anonymous Reddit post. Like there's just so much there's so much uncertainty and people are just clinging to whatever. And a lot of it's like their own team. It's um, you know, what they want to see. And I just have no clue how picks two through 31 are going to go tomorrow. And I think that's what makes it so exciting for me. I mean, it feels like, it feels like we're ripe for a trade, right? Whether it be the Vikings, whether it be the Raiders, like it feels like there's some team out there that really is horny for one of these quarterbacks, Stroud, Levis, Bonk. Richardson. And it, it, my sense from the reporting is that the Texans were like, Lovey Smith screwed us, won that game. Bryce Young was the only guy we wanted. The Panthers know that. They're not wavering. So yeah. that that just well, – and if they don't want Stroud, what do they do? I also think, you know, you've got the Cardinals right behind them, and I think they could probably be looking pretty hard at, at Paris Johnson Jr. or uh, Broderick Jones. Uh, yeah. Both those guys are pretty strong tackle <laughs> prospects, but yeah. not really worthy of the third-round pick. Um, so you got to trade think- down. You got to trade down yeah. to the Cardinals. Well, the rumors, hey. the, the rumors are that Kyler really wants. I, I see this floating out there that Kyler really likes Paris Johnson. So I don't know. Take that for whatever hey, it's worth. Don't don't yeah, say Paris and get this guy started over here. <laughs> hey, just a request, uh, Pat. Just keep your eyes on the uh, the camera because uh, I kind of see you. What are you talking about? Yeah, you see, you see, you looking <laughs> at the uh, the computer screen. So, no, anyways, no. Uh, this is all from it, this is all in my brain. Yeah, do you think? Uh, let's just start it off. Like, do you think that the Titans they go <laughs> quarterback? Let's start it off with the most logical spot spot to start. <laughs> start right at the top. top they hold Titans. the key. The Titans new, hold the key to everything at pick eleven. Yeah. The whole draft, new GM, new GM, just on the Titans. New GM. I just want to get your thoughts on this. New GM. <laughs> you can pull the trigger and trade up for uh for Richardson, right? Like this is one of the, the common trade-ups. Or if Stroud falls, or could trade for Trey Lance, really. Could trade back and trade a second round for Trey Lance. Could some mocks have him drafting the first wide receiver off the board in Jigba? So would you do that as a GM, Pat? Or would you do take what? this? You said like four things. <laughs> yeah, like one would of those. Would you the Titans better no. as a GM? Get, would you do that? Let me get <laughs> Let me get to the question. Let me get to the question. Would you, would you do that? Or would you go safe and get a guy like Peter Skaransky? Because I'd, then I'd trade, I'd trade your up. time as GM is not, is not. I'd go get Anthony Richardson, man. Just go, yeah. just go do something fun. Uh, I really like Rich Rebar's take, which is that Richardson is a high floor prospect because he's such a good runner. And if you put him in a system like the Titans, where they be doing play action, yeah. it's like, yeah, he he's definitely he could like bust as a passer for sure. But like, he is such a good runner that you're gonna be able to run a Titans style offense with him. So yeah. you know, then if you get, you know, the the unlikely outcome that he develops into like a very good passer i mean it looks like an absolutely genius pick but i think even if you even if he's just an okay passer with that that rushing ability um i i think it makes a lot of sense to trade up for him so you know live a little go get your guy over skaronsky like a guy that would just be a starter for 10 years yeah what are I your mean, thoughts on skaronsky pat yeah i mean i think skaronsky is uh pretty interesting for sure <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's sad. It this is sad that you don't even know what it is on the spelling of Skaronsky. Uh, you say <laughs> Peter Skaronsky was that his name? Um, yeah, I think. Uh, look, you can't be you can't be messing around with Skaronsky. Give me a break. You can, go get Richardson or, or go get Jason. Do that. Do that. Yeah. What did we What did we make of the report that came out yesterday? that the Titans have quote unquote lost faith in Malik Willis. I, I thought I thought that was pretty interesting because I thought starting Josh Dobbs in a must win basically playoff right. game yeah. was an indication that yeah. they like, lost faith in Malik Willis. That's like saying someone in a coffin is struggling to breathe right now. It's like <laughs> I mean what are we doing? Once you went to Josh Dobbs, I mean they were all these yeah he was dead. All these Malik Willis dino shares just like, well there's that. Uh, last bit of hope. 
for him. Yeah. Where I do you think Tannehill ends up? See, that's, a lot of, that's what's not... interesting is that there's all these like mid range quarterbacks that. Ryan Tannehill the... to the Falcons for a fourth round pick. Who says no? I mean, the Titans probably should say no. He's worth more than the fourth, I think. But what's what's he know. making? What's his what's third. his cap number? But he's got a big cap number this year, and that's it's like around issue. thirty, right? Isn't it? Twenty-seven. So, 27. um, I I saw some good. We're doing Reddit fan fiction here in this universe because all yeah. the betting odds got pulled. I saw some good Reddit fan fiction that someone's cousin who knows someone who works at a Dunkin' Donuts next to One Patriot Way. Uh, has heard that there's a theoretical framework for a Mac Jones for pick number two swap between the Houston Texans and the New England Patriots. Wait, they would take Mac it's, Jones? It's something, like, it's something like Mac Jones, the number 14th overall pick, and the 2024 first for Mac I saw Jones. that being tweeted, yeah. yeah. I think, Peter, uh, boots on the ground take. I'm hearing some... Yeah, text your mother-in-law. Some um, conflict between maybe Mac and uh and and coach belichick yeah i mean that that's been brewing in the streets definitely talked yeah. about that with my mother-in-law over a few different yeah. lunches uh <laughs> recently uh i i don't i don't think they're gonna get much done for it doesn't it seem like one of those situations where it's like who is you know chomping at the bit to acquire mac mac jones right he's always going to be worth probably more to the patriots than he is to someone else like who has a higher eval on Mac Jones and the team that drafted him, you know, maybe, maybe someone who realizes Kyle that Shanahan. Matt Patricia was doing <laughs> architecture work for the Patriots last year, instead of being this Rud Rudman told me this and it blew my mind. Like literally I heard this. Yeah, Matt Patricia, crazy. Matt Patricia did the design for the new Patriots offices because Kraft didn't want to pay someone to do it. It's crazy. And, yeah. Instead of instead of designing and instead of uh, AJT knows that Dunkin' Donuts, he, he yeah. is in. He's, he, so we have we have um, unconfer or unsourced confirmations that uh, that this fan fiction is true. All what right. do you guys this think about? A... Do you think one thing that's interesting to me about the Patriots? It is of my belief that the Patriots should select JSN if he is there, and yet like NFL about, what? Why did the Patriots need another slot wide receiver? The Patriots need literally all the fucking help they can get. They they have receiver. like the worst offensive line in the AFC. They are you can never say the Patriots are a lock to take anyone, but the Patriots are like ninety percent to take an offensive lineman with their first pick. I think we're overthinking if we're thinking about like um, oh this skill set is redundant with whatever. Like what is the one thing we've seen that can help mediocre or subpar quarterbacks? Just surround them with as many weapons yeah. as possible. JSN is the best weapon at wide receiver in this class. Just fucking go get him. You've whiffed on every single prospect. Now you're gonna have a chance to finally get a wide receiver who's good. Why aren't you doing it? Juju Smith Schuster uh, pretty clearly showed that you should not be doing anything differently in the draft because he's on your team. <laughs> so, funnily enough so did sky Moore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah literally everyone on the chiefs other than yes. kelsey and Mahomes. here's here's the thing the patriots uh they're are, not good are, anymore well they're not everyone knows that but they're cooked. it's just that it's just that they're they're so bad at drafting wide receivers honestly at a point i i wonder if they're just like like we don't even want to do this like Belichick yeah, okay. is like, I've, I've, I've whiffed on 19 wide receivers in a row. I don't think JSN is going to be lucky number two. They are, they are ripe to take a tight end in the first round. Like that would be a. Uh, well, what if the Packers take Michael Meyer with yeah. right before him? What I want the Packers to do, because they've got like three picks in the top 45, I think, is I just want them to take wide receivers with all three picks just to be petty. It would be such good. That would be, that would be extremely <laughs> like, good content. Where where are you guys at though? Because this the wide receiver stuff is interesting, right? Because there are a ton of teams that need them, and yet collectively everyone says it's a bad wide receiver class. I generally agree. But where are you guys at? The line right now set at three and a half wide receivers taken in round one. Are you guys team over or team under on that? I think you have JSN, I think Quentin goes, and then the so the the Yahtzee the Yahtzee picks are the Bills and the Chiefs at twenty seven. You don't think Zay goes? Think if Zay goes, I think he goes at 31 to Kansas City. I mean, I don't know. Addison feels like such a comfy pick. Oh yeah, Addison at 21 to the Chargers. I forgot. That's a lock. He's so, so you're like saying, 
So, Davis, you're saying maybe three and a half, uh, you know, <laughs> efficient line. I'm saying I'm saying it's an efficient line. I'm saying it's an efficient line because the Bills and the the Chiefs both have other severe needs. It's just a matter of do they want to get the wide receiver or not. I think you also have guys that like should absolutely not be first round picks, like a Cedric Tillman and a Jonathan Mingo, who like at least have like a two percent chance of sneaking in the very last pick if someone trades out. There's been enough like hype, enough hype on them just as big dudes. They're basically just big athletic dudes, but they're they're like the only two. I because Quentin Johnson think, isn't a contested catch guy. He's not that guy even. He he solves that though. He he'll be the one big bodied guy who goes Mingo right. Mingo need, will be like pick forty eight or something. Yeah, probably, give, but I need to spill the tea on here. People know the um you know the the sister account to, to RG scores and odds and uh you know lots of scores, lots of odds, lots of picks. <laughs> They do pretty well. Well, there's a certain certain boss that may have um, been on last week's show or last Swellcast show, Mr. Dan Bach. He posted a three-unit play on wow. the over. Wow. On the over. I'm giving this away for free. So if it hits, just go and subscribe. Everyone be quiet. Uh, Kitchen's delivering a state of the giblets right now. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, watch that line move to four and a half after I say this. Wow. Uh, but uh, yeah, Dan, he doesn't post these picks unless he's 100% sure. So, um, not, like not financial, financial advice. advice. That's, yeah. our first, right. that's our first lead pipe lock here on the program wow. in a while. Dude, yeah, nice to so, get some winners around here for once. Right. Uh yeah. just just letting you guys know that because like anything over one unit that Dan ever he's like he doesn't post all the time. His they picks, call him one unit Dan in the Slack. Yes. And so this is <laughs> three units though. That's uh that's some confidence. So um go ahead and and do it. That's uh, what you Dan Locke. Oh my gosh. <laughs> How do we not call him Dan Locke? Wow. That's a good nickname. Um, all right. So as far as uh, CJ Stroud goes, this S2 thing and Brady Quinn, everybody else trying to just tank his stock. How far does he fall? How far does who, far. who fall? Stroud. Stroud. I mean, you know, if there are sickos out there who want Anthony Richardson more, of which I think is possible, but then the interesting thing becomes if the NFL likes Levis more, we could see a we could see a, a Mac Jones ish fall where he ends up being in the teens or whatever. I'm, I don't think that's insane. Is it possible that all of this Levis stuff was is just smoke and these sure. teams are trying to like outsmoke each other because like so we have two things. With one is Stroud is falling because of this like new cutting edge test. Okay. And then we have Levis, who is supposed to be falling because of like personality and posting back selfies, which seems more likely to actually bother NFL front offices. To me, it's the back selfies. It's like uh, <laughs> this guy's not a culture fit. The no. the the S two no no thing, no like, because nothing this? This is what nothing does this even mean? nothing will trigger an NFL front office more than a quarterback like reading a book or having another interest. And I I don't think Levis has ever read a book. Like I'm gonna guess. I'm going to guess Will Levis has never read a book outside of a class assignment. Davis, he scored okay. in the 90s on his S2. What, how is his name pronounced? Am I not saying it right? That's how I, I think it's Levis. Levis. What do you yeah. say, is it, Davis? Is it Levi's? It I say Levis. Levi's. What yeah, is it? Levis. Levis. You're saying Levis. Oh. Whatever. Leave us alone. <laughs> That's very, that's very, that's very tomato, tomato. I don't know. Settle down. Everyone still says Traylon Burks and it's Traylon. That kind of tilts me. But you have to keep in mind here that that Davis is an intellectual. Okay. And Davis, he's thinking about interests outside of football in a very intellectual way. Zach Wilson has shown that you can have interests outside of football that are not necessarily reading. You you make a good point. The the Instagram corollary here uh, with, with Levis, it could be a problem. Bonk. You're, um, you're making a good point. That that S2, that was like that's throwing some wrench. That's throwing some wrenches in people's plans, basically. Um 
because how so, bad it was. It's not that it was like average. It's like it's really, really bad. It, one of the guys, I think one of the founders from the S2, uh, Kevin Cole played a clip of this on his podcast. He, the, one of the founders was on with the PFF guys and basically was like, the scores you're seeing are not correct. So I don't, I oh. think that the S2 stuff might be completely overblown. It's, or the, it's, I, it's, I don't a fal- it's a false flag. We're, we're so, there's a false flag. But Stroud's camp would be coming out with the actual score if it was like good. That's probably and true. They, yeah, they can't say it wasn't an eighteen; it was a thirty-six. Like, still pretty bad, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's Guys, all I'm saying. Imagine if you're Levis, right? Because we have this Reddit rumor that says he's telling his friends and family that he's going. Yeah. Imagine if he's the only person on the planet that knows if this isn't true that he's not telling of it. It's he's all not. of his stock, and he's like. Fuck, this yeah. means no one wants me at all. <laughs> this is the only thing I have going for me. Like, he has to be shitting bricks if this isn't true. No, right I think it's the opposite way. I think he's like, wow, people really like me. Uh, <laughs> no, but not if he's not telling people that himself. Oh, you're talking about telling his family? Yeah, he's not telling I'm saying his he's the one person who knows if that's true or not. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that uh, will be interesting. He's, he's got a good looking back. All right, Bijan. This is like the fourth time you mentioned his back, and we get it. Like it. Okay. I was hoping uh, Pete would pull up the picture again, like we did on Chip. Well, yeah. Kitchen thought that Pat had a screen with a document of offensive line prospects pulled up, but it's just <laughs> all Will photos of Will Levis's back that he keeps up. referencing right now. All right. Let's pull up to another <laughs> a uh, prospect, Bijan Robbins. Can I uh, yeah. bring up someone real quick? Just want to get your yeah, thoughts. Sure. Your guess, sure. So, this so. is your show. <clears throat> well, you know, you guys mentioned that. Uh, you know, I have the offensive line expertise, which obviously is true, but I did also uh, spend a lot of time on this linebacker class. I wanted to get yeah. your guys' thoughts. Now, it's a little undersized, okay? And, yeah. and I get, I get the problem you know, in the modern game. It is a bit of a problem in the modern game, and he's more seen as as a uh, as a run stuffer type. And you know, at six two 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 thirty five as a fifth year senior, I don't know if that's going to transfer. That sounds I like, like the, the Patriots at 14 to me. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I, I like this Arkansas linebacker uh, by the name of Bumper Pool. Just seems like he'd be a fun addition to any locker room. Well, the, really the Bills the bills need a linebacker. Like all the, if you Google like Buffalo Bills draft needs and you go to all the fan blogs. Davis, stop. All... That's not the, the joke is the guy's name is Bumper Pool. Well, I was going to say, I was going to say, imagine Josh Allen <laughs> in the locker room with a guy named bumper pool. Like, I feel uh, like that would be a pick that would just make him happy. Now okay, bumper pool was born James pool. Okay. Hmm. So you, this is not his parents. He, at the age of 16, he changed his first name to bumper. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's Matt, you really good. did do your homework for this show. Hey I man, it's a swole cast. I'm not going to yeah. show up unprepared. What am I? Yeah. Kitchen? <laughs> Never. All right, let's uh, let's move on from bumper pool to. Uh, okay, stop, stop. <laughs> Steve's ready. The gifts, today. the gifts were like yeah. ready there. I didn't, I didn't give anybody a heads oh, up for, on that. First time, uh, Bijan Robinson. People say, uh, just go ahead and select him top five, top ten. You who know, says, just who, what people say. Yeah, just select him top five. Dave. Uh, uh, to be fair, There's... to be fair to Dave, Jay Glazer basically tweeted that it was last Glazer night. saying like, like, if he's a top five guy, and he, he was basically saying guy, he was basically saying positional value, positional value, just live yeah. a little on Bijan. Jay Glazer stuffing the nerd in lockers. You know, yeah, never seen correct. That coming. Correct. Um, but do you see him going top ten? If I mean Atlanta, yeah. I I but but Eric Eager. Atlanta's not more. taking him top ten. Well, Dave, I mean you have a close personal relationship with Arthur Smith. This is what I told Gretch yesterday. I said, if the balance of power in the Atlanta front office is forty nine fifty one, Arthur Smith, whoever the GM, I don't know who the GM of the Atlanta Falcons is. They're not taking him. But if it's fifty one forty nine. And Arthur Smith is there in the war room, and they're there with uh, Arthur Blank or whatever. They're taking Bijan because Arthur Smith cannot look at Bijan Robinson in the eye and say, "I don't want you." You know, like he like he wants Bijan Robinson. So, one thing I feel like with the mock drafts is that obviously, like if you're going to do a mock draft, and I, I don't do mock drafts, but I'm 
understand why no one does trades if they're trying to be accurate. It it, it fucks the whole thing up. It's it's yeah. it's 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 hard. You're never gonna project the right trade, so why would you do that? You're just trying to you know be as accurate as possible. But in this case, like I think Bijan might be kind of like over mocked because we're not projecting any trades. Like it Atlanta... feels like a team trades down and takes him. Yeah, like trade down or like I know there hasn't been a lot of buzz about this, but like if Atlanta could move up pretty cheaply with the Cardinals and get a quarterback, that is so much more appealing than sitting tight and drafting Bijan. You know, and so and there's a number of teams that could they could move around in that area. So I don't know. I mean, do you think they draft up? To, they trade up to take a quarterback? Well, they so should. as much as you know, I was kind of half joking with the Cardinals offensive tackle stuff like that is that is the rumor that they yeah. want to they want to take a tackle and they probably should trade down and like why wouldn't they tra- I mean maybe just out of like sheer well, stubbornness you gotta see, and, yeah I don't know you gotta see what Ritter has right and then they signed Taylor Heineke do you you have to see what Ritter has I, I don't think you do go get a better quarterback go get Stroud you can go get Str- Stroud is definitely better than Ritter I don't care Anthony, what it is. Anthony Richardson and Kyle Pitts as teammates have the ability to be the most disappointing pair of teammates in the history <laughs> of the NFL. Like it could be like the year will be 2027. These guys will be on their second contracts making like the veteran minimum and we'll be like, look, dude, <laughs> there's a chance. There's dude, a chance. I would have I would have 50 Anthony Richardson double stacks <laughs> and 50 teams that didn't advance out of my single 12 team <laughs> draft. <laughs> We, we those teams of, would be dead for both the regular season and week 17 but prizes. they'd be so fucking fun to draft davis ETR's working what, on a uh on an ev calc right as soon as you draft and you can just you can just write those up you can put zero yeah. what would okay this is a good this is a good uh this is a good laden thinks well it doesn't it doesn't work that good for laden thinks because you would be really bad at this david but what would Anthony Richardson and Kyle Pitts' ADP in this f- fictional universe where Anthony Richardson is the unquestioned week one starter for the Falcons? Like, both top 50 picks. Easy. I don't think Pitts' is budges, budges that much, but Richardson would be what? Like an eighth you, or ninth you, round pick? Peter, I think, you, no. I, think you really, I think you really underestimate the thirst people would have because it's hard to get excited about Kyle Pitts with, with Desmond Ritter. It's not hard to get excited, and they went to the same college, so you got. They, were they maybe even overlapping teammates one year? I'd have, I'd have to go. I'd have to go look. I think. I think they might have been. Does that matter though? Because Richardson wasn't doing anything. Uh, shower narrative, dude. They were. They were. They were. Yeah, they were, they they were, were, they were all, Anthony Richardson was Wait. the scout team guy. You know, throwing Who passes, throwing practice passes to Kyle Pitts. Yeah, you know, Florida uh, yeah. Gators. Yeah, he was. He was there. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was like a gadget guy his freshman year. Um, he only played a few. I'm gonna go. Players. I'm gonna go find a clip of them practicing together. I think if like the Falcons traded Ritter as part of this, so he's you know an unquestioned starter. I think Richardson's ADP would start in the sixth. Yeah. And then you just take Kyle Pitts and Desmond Ritter at the five six turn every time. There you go. Just stack <laughs> just it, up. it up. But stack that bitch one, up. The one re- thing I'll say though, Pat, is we did like post combine we saw Richardson's ADP spike for a second. There were some insane screenshots and then it like completely settled and came back down to earth. I just didn't feel, and there's enough of the narrative that he is just like a historically inaccurate passer that I I just don't know if he would get up to those kind of levels. I don't know his, he just did not have like the, the offense. Mariota had to throw like nine backbreaking picks before Arthur Smith even looked at Desmond Ritter's direction on the bench. They they did a they did a fifteen play drive with nothing but run plays before turning the reins over to Desmond Ritter. That is <laughs> like, that is just a fact. <laughs> that's just true. <laughs> we're, we're, and Graham Bateson also brings up like the guy that we've just kind of forgotten about because the draft is getting so close. Tuttle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's good content, Peter. <laughs> Tuttle's just just shipping tournaments every week. Um, <laughs> uh lamar jackson like he could be a chess piece in all of this uh right after does anyone does anyone really believe that though i i don't i i did you guys not read settlement's tweet he already broke the story he's happy (laughs) with odell (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
All right. Uh, let's uh, let's move on to uh, your dynasty teams, uh, Patrick. How are they going? <laughs> They're going fine. How many uh, teams? How many how many dino teams do you have, dude? I I think I have like ten, eleven, twelve, something like it's it's stupid. I I, I mean, need to scale it back. You only have you only up, have yeah. you only have ten, dude. How much time do you spend with your your? Uh, your I guess she's not your wife, your girlfriend. You must be. Well, we did just. You guys uh, are going on a, dates all the vacation. time. Yeah, we did. I've just, got like uh, I've got like nineteen, I think. Oh Oof. my god! They're all Pat. bad too. That's what the best part is. <laughs> Pat, it's 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 time to give some of these dynasty uh, teams the big peacock treatment. You get on the line and say, "Hey, we're done." All right. <laughs> I, I think I need to. Yeah. yeah, and then like you could actually sell these teams, and like the owner would be like, "I own the team formerly owned by Patrick Corain." Like, so you think I can get a premium on on my old dynasty teams? You think they'll actually uh... sure? You still, okay? Like create an NFT for them. It's like those guys who used to go through like the trash cans at the United Center to find like a banana peel that Michael Jordan had eaten, you know, Pat, this could be you with your old (laughs) dynasty This is a a perfect analogy. (laughs) That is. I've got three and I'm, I'm going to do at least two more this year. I try to do them every other year, but I want to do an auction style draft because the only startup drafts I've ever done. Let me let me tell you, my personal experience with that is it's pretty easy for things to get out of hand doing the old auction startup. What do you mean? Slow auctions. Slow auctions. It, that's a complicated format. When you put it, that and, money in and play, you, and you will make a mistake, and you yeah. overreact to one mistake. It it goes. I I have, Crane and I are in an auction startup that we did three years ago. And I'm like just now getting the reins back on this thing. It was, it's like one of the worst, it's like the worst I've ever played as a fantasy manager. It was bad. You just yeah. said Davis just basically created the tech for me, which I just like did the same thing Davis did, but like slightly better. Well, except you got, you did get screwed yeah. because you paid market price for Michael Thomas before. All right. his we don't, we don't have to know. I traded those. him away. I traded him away so, and I got T. Oh Higgins. My God, we don't is have that to true? Yeah, no one runs better. No one Kitchen, runs better. I blame you millions. for sending us down this rabbit hole. Yeah, I just want to know, and I want to know what Davis said. Like it's a, you know, it's a slippery slope. I thought he meant like on the league itself. It just sounds like Davis, like the rest of his teams, are not very good in that league. Like auction <laughs> rewards talent. No, so I would say slow auction. I don't know if we want to get in the weeds on dynasty slow auction, but when you put money, when you bid on a slow auction, that money is not available. So you will have. Later in the auction, people are like, if you outbid me on yeah. a player, I will send you a rookie pick. I need that money back. Yeah. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I need that money freed. It the NFL draft show, we're talking about who the Titans are going to take in <laughs> dynasty slow drafts just to kind of. Dave is talking about us. Michael Thomas. <laughs> Pat's bid on Michael Thomas is, uh, that's why people hey, watch some this Hey, some things don't leave you, David. Some things hey, don't leave they- you. <laughs> So yeah, if you want to, if you want to live a little, um, 
uh, dynasty startup, let me know. Best ball. So no, nothing during the season. <laughs> I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to all of our fans. Yeah, there. I'm not talking to you, Peter, obviously. <laughs> all right. So uh, speaking of live a little, I want to get to this um, this DM that I got from a oh. guy that said, I'm in a draft with Boomer, Mulchman, Overzet, and he took Jake Ferguson 66 spots early to pair with Dak. Talk about living a little. He doesn't know that the Cowboys are about to take Michael Dude. Meyer in 48 hours. Hey, God, I've been needing to ask you about this one because I've, yeah. I found that draft. I went hunting for it to be yeah. like, who snitched on me in here? Yeah. And Ron Stewart was in there, but I don't think you're on like DM level. There's There was JGFC. Was that who DM'd you? Or is this some anonymous username that was in this draft? Out your source I'm not going right to give now. it. I'm not going to give it up because actually up. last week. Uh, no, because last week uh, I received another dm i'm not gonna say if it's from this person or someone else and he said now he takes tim patrick instead of claypool when he has justin fields he doesn't practice what he preaches on all of his podcasts <laughs> what fucking sad loser is live blogging by slow drafting david <laughs> he's not live he's not That's live the blogging thing I've ever he's heard. not live blogging a live blog means everyone can see it he is and, tipping and, and me P, off. keep in mind this could be from multiple people okay he's <laughs> not confirmed the same source it's not the same person Potentially. So anyways, Potentially. if you if you have any drafts with Peter where he is going off the grid uh, or, you know, just doing something that is not tied to his ADP brand, <laughs> hop in my DMs. Yeah, be sure. We want Kitchen to be the clearinghouse for every little, you know, missteps I make in my best ball draft. Who's that uh, That YouTube guy that uh, all he did was investigate, like, NFT scams? Oh, what was his name? Um, BitBoy? What's that? BitBoy? But, like, now that NFTs are kind of dying a slow death and, and everything's kind of a scam, like, he doesn't really have much to do. But, yeah, I mean, I will... I will be that guy. Coffeezilla. Yes. I will be Coffeezilla. Have we gotten David's exclusive thoughts on Best Ball Mania 4's payout structure? <laughs> okay. This Dan and I were talking in the office when it was released yesterday and today. And, and I am all for, I am all for flatter payouts. Two million is not well, that much more than one million. Am I right, Pat? <laughs> No, you're right. You're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> Sources are double. Yeah. David, these are not particularly <laughs> flatter payouts, though. It's still it's it's three million to first, and hundred k to third. It's less flat, and it's way less for flat. the week seventeen prizes. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's less. But flat. they are. But they're giving. So what more were you to and Dan regular... actually talking about into the office? Now I'm actually curious. <laughs> well, Dan, Dan probably looked at it and said the correct thing, and no. Kitchen was clicking through a seven-round Tennessee Titans mock draft on the <laughs> Athletic. We were talking and was about. Like, yeah, totally, Dan. Totally. Today, <laughs> today they released like the the payout structures with the regular, like the exact payout structures, right? Like a thousand through ten thousand, you get whatever. Um, but yesterday was when they announced the fifteen million. And my thing was then, like, instead of having like a two to three million, I'd rather just take that three million top prize um, and just keep it two million and distribute the other million f- flatter, basically. Like, you could get, or even just know, make it one point nine, you know, and just just do flat after that. Yeah, Pat wants to go seventy-six Miami Dolphins on this one. Yeah, you know, oh, cheer, like every year when someone doesn't Se- match 70, his winning. Seventy-two, seventy-two. Whatever. Dollars. So, but, but like, you can get <laughs> it's the Lynn Swan era, Davis. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> do we think? Okay, this is. Do we <laughs> think we'll get another? Do we think we'll get? You know, Jackson Smith and Jigba is is uh, you know Newt Rockney style comp on the broadcast for us to laugh about tomorrow night. Oh, I really please, hope so. Please. That was my what favorite. What broadcast moment. are you tuning into? Ship chasing. Uh, Ship chasing is the one we'll be tuning into. Where's that at? 
Shipchasing.com. <laughs> I actually wonder if I still have that URL. It might be I, you sure. don't. I don't think because I checked. and. Uh, oh, no. Or maybe you do. Maybe you do. Kitchen, hey, you better get on it because Kitchen will squat it. <laughs> it Let me works. tell you. Shipchasing.com redirects you to the YouTube. Let's go. I, I learned Let's that from go. David Kitchen. You always squat on important URLs. That's right. Hey, it's, I, it's all right. I still, have win, it's... I, still, I still have winpacks.com that redirects. <laughs> <laughs> I just got that. <laughs> it's all right. It could be worse. You could still be doing a show called Club Top Shot. <laughs> did you guys the 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 I don't know what website did it, but the the team that the guys that did the expose on Dapper Labs, they did two million dollars of volume last yeah. month. Two million dollars of total volume, dude. No, but this month they're doing better. Yeah, totally. <laughs> no, they are <laughs> totally. <laughs> They are. The reporting, the reporting made it sound like this is now, like this is now like a criminal investigation. Like they owe money. They are doing better this year. Players Association, and they don't have the money. They don't have it. Kitchen, stop trying to pump your garland bags. There's a little, (laughs) uh, there's a little enthusiasm in the market. Might as well check out my garland. After garland's. 30 point performance. Uh, in you, know what's, you know what's amazing, Kitchen? Is I, when I dumped all every last top shot I owned, I was like, at some point in my life, I'm going to regret this. Yeah. But I don't actually think that's true. I actually yeah. think, I actually think that's like a financial decision that's going to end up being totally okay. Yeah. Whereas your, your uh, never selling crypto decision might be <laughs> the one that will haunt you forever. Why would that haunt me? This Coinbase is going to be moving overseas and no one's going to be able to trade uh, crypto in the U.S. That literally makes Bitcoin more valuable, dude. Bitcoin solves this kitchen. Yeah. We're going to be going to a Starbucks and paying for our venti lattes with QR codes. On kitchen, the kitchen maybe. never, you, it's clear in that logic that Kitchen never understood the thesis of what he was Wait, buying. is Coinbase, that's actually very bad for crypto if Coinbase is not. It is. Davis doesn't understand. Border. It is. No, if dude. the U.S. cracks you guys, down on crypto, you guys it's not are good. thinking. If I can use some poker terminology, you guys are thinking third level here. I need you to open your eyes and go to the ninth level. Yeah, if it's they... so good for crypto if no one can ever buy it. If they it. don't it's want so you to have more government involvement, buddy, if they, they don't do. want you to have it, that makes it more powerful to own it. Davis wants the grid to go down to skateboard around fucking St. Louis and buy like protein supplements underneath a bridge with his Bitcoin. That's what yeah, Davis I, wants. I don't understand yeah. why that's such a horrible thing to ask for. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Cause can every, cause up- every crypto boom hasn't also been accompanied by, you know, it also being available on a new platform that, you know, it's like, Oh, now they're offering it on your app. You can buy Bitcoin on the app. But that yeah. was the Robinhood Bitcoin and stuff. That was all fake Bitcoin, anyways. Those were all Bitcoin IOUs. It wasn't. It wasn't. It, that's fine, dude. Shake out I'm the weekend. Say, I'm not saying true that you believers your, only. Okay, but like you can also you can buy Bitcoin and put it on your freaking Nano, whatever the hell it's called, the ledger <laughs> thing. <laughs> Crane, Crane is now part of the oligarchy, so he has to do the false flag that that crypto is actually bad and that we. I'm not saying that. He actually has gold bars, and yeah, he's got gold bars in his storage. Like I'm saying, Crane knows about the secret of the lizard people now. No, I'm saying it's helpful to gold that you can buy it. That's what I'm saying. It's nice if yeah. you want to be a gold bug that it's available for purchase in a relatively easy Steven, way. Steven, this one is completely <laughs> unnecessary. <Just laughs> absolutely <laughs> unnecessary. I'd rather no, you be fucking only... dicking around on Twitter than pulling that <laughs> Amazing up. work, Sosa. I mean, <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's, let's, let's move on. We got 15 minutes. And Peter has a hard out. We haven't even touched on the tight end class. Three tight ends of the first round. Um, possibly <laughs> stop. Corrine. Corrine, what did you make of trying, my, <laughs> what did you make of my Darnell Washington at 28 to the Bengals take? It's a take so good that I have just decided it has happened. That's yeah. honestly how I feel. Isn't about it so it. perfect? It's literally perfect. I think Dalton Kincaid and Michael Mayer will be off the board. So it's not a stretch. I think that, you know, it's maybe a little bit of a reach, but like, I love, I just love it. You should probably give it. Cause I'm just literally about to paraphrase what you, you so, said. So idea it. is very simple. The Bengals have like three problems. They can't keep Joe Burrow off his ass. They have a 29 year old third wide receiver who declined in efficiency last year. And 
they don't have any sort of backups to their wide receivers anyways. Like we saw this last year when T got hurt, they had old good Michael Thomas from when they originally got drafted out there running ghost routes. You know, Trenton Irwin is involved. It's a nightmare. And they don't have a tight end. You know, they have Irv Smith Jr. and uh, Devin Asiasi. I, I can't remember if it's Asiasi or Keen. Darnell Neither Washington, they. Dude, they can't. Darnell Washington sort of simultaneously solves all these problems because he's the best blocking tight end in the class. You can play more 12 personnel, putting him in there for Boyd, leaving him in the block, and letting Irv Smith Jr. basically be a de facto wide receiver if he's healthy. And because he was so good per target at Georgia, there might be some receiving upside that just didn't get unleashed there because they didn't throw the ball all that much. And he was playing with a generational tight end prospect. I, I, I love this take. Yeah. Um, what about the offensive line though, Pat, you got Osiris Torrance as an offensive lineman. that's probably going to be there at the end of the first round. Like Bengals but, need offensive interior help there on the offensive well, line. What do you not? like about Torrance? What do you what do you think his strengths? They are? need tackles more than they need guards, though, David. Mm. Who can even make that distinction reliably? Didn't they get Didn't they get uh, Brown Orlando Brown? Like they need an interior. They need a right tackle. They're starting. I forget the name. I want to say his name is Jonah Williams, but he's like a turnstile. Right. And like Joe Burrow is so Joe Burrow is really good but he is like so bad at taking sacks. He's like top 20 all time in NFL history in sack rate. Like he takes a lot of sacks. He, he takes a he lot needs- of sacks and, and Torrance, I have to say, I mean, he definitely over leans as a pass blocker. He's a lot of quickness. <laughs> he's not great. He, and he's susceptible to swim moves. So I would be a little bit concerned. Just get a guy who can uh, also catch some passes in Darnell Washington. Yeah. Where did he go to uh, college at? Osiris Torrance. He went to Florida. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just to see how how quickly you studied that uh, page that, uh, that you're <laughs> you on want right to hear now. that little scroll button move. Is that what you want? <laughs> All right, uh, guys, you guys get to pick where you want to go next. This show has been all over the place. I want to know. Kitchen, Kitchen is exhausted from hosting. Forty-seven minutes in, that he's offloading the duties. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know what you, what you guys think the Chiefs are gonna do. I, I'm 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 very because I Gibbs. obviously. Please stop. That was what Gretch said too. I can't really. Come on, dude. Not Jameer Gibbs. Please. Like, there are so many reasons I don't want this to happen. One, it'll mean I have twenty percent of him in Best Ball Mania four. That'll be bad. Uh, <laughs> but also, it's like we lived this experience out, and it was terrible. No, was, Gibbs is good though. Gibbs is legit. Good this time it'll be different. Did it work we for those other that, teams? We, yeah, we knew Ch wasn't like there were some flaws in his no, game. Like, this is Gibbs. revisionist history. He was the 106 in the FFPC main event his rookie year. This is revisionist history. No, no, it's not. It's not because before the NFL draft, he was like the 108 or 109 in rookie drafts. He was not a particularly well-regarded prospect by the dynasty community. I think they more accurately determined how good he was than the NFL did. I can't. It was just so bad to live through that. I don't I want think to do it again. What they should do, I think, is take the best available wide receiver, right? I mean, that's what unless it's do. unless it's Downs. I don't want Josh Downs on the Chiefs. Is Josh Downs like I don't? Isn't he like a third round type of value? I don't understand. I wouldn't be taking Josh Downs. Do you think Jalen Hyatt? Jalen Hyatt would be a guy who I could see the Chiefs taking just because what he did at Tennessee kind of with a deep ball sort of thing. I mean, I know trading up is not like in vogue and everything, but like I would trade up and get Jordan Addison if I could. That would be, be I think he'd be so Jordan Addison is what we wanted Sky Moore to be. Yeah. (laughs) I more think, I more think Jordan Addison is what they wanted Juju to be. Obviously Juju wasn't, you know, he's kind of, you know, he's kind of like a Jeremy Macklin or something, you know? Sure. And if they have like possession, yeah. yeah, yeah, he's gonna do all the crossing over the middle stuff. He can play on the outside and in the slot. I don't think he's just a slot guy, even though he's small. He's really good downfield in college. He's like a professional wide receiver. He's gonna make a difference right away. Who's uh, the, what's the depth chart right now for the for the Chiefs, Davis, on the wide receiver? Well, it's Baldus Gantling, Kadarius Tony, Sky Moore, Richie James, and they re-signed Justin Watson to. Like a not nothing contract. They also have 
Cornell Powell still is on their practice yeah. squad. Okay. You don't What's have up to with this Justin Ross eraser, jo- Davis. Because I Davis just I, will not buy. Yeah, him. Just I, I just I tried last I show. I completely refuse to do this because there are people out there. Uh, good people. There are good people on both sides. There were good people drafting Justin Ross in the 18th round last year, despite it being a bad idea. And they're going to do it again. But he's healthy this year. That's the that's the big thing. Is he? I would say John Ross has a better chance of being on the active Chiefs roster week one than Justin Ross. Let me just can I say something? So I I first started getting really into fantasy right around the time that Davis Mack was was getting going as a fantasy writer and to see him today, as a 14 year old yeah <laughs> to see that 14 year old just come out you know and and just be so great out of the gate and now as i sit here listening to him have no interest in justin ross who's working out with patrick it's, Mahomes. it's sad as he as he touts two two out well a literal 155 <laughs> pound human i mean what has happened it's you're it's right it's sad age uh, you know the the entropic heat death of the universe spares none of us, Patrick. It comes <laughs> it comes for everyone. Davis just me. wants to do the bet like the same way the underdog will be like the winner of Best Ball Mania Four is going to make more than Michael Gallup this year or something. Davis just wants to like players that he can deadlift more than. That's why. <laughs> oh, I for sure can deadlift more than, than Justin Ross. Justin yeah. Ross could not see me in the deadlift. No chance. <laughs> make it happen. <laughs> I don't even this is not even a question to me like there are certain guys like obviously who could do like t- twice what I can Justin, I bet Justin Ross's doctors are like if you deadlift you might die like not even <laughs> not in your career it might, it might just end doctors you doctors recommending human. that he doesn't do basic lifting exercises doctors have recommended that he doesn't <laughs> challenge Davis Maddock to a deadlift competition <laughs> correct <laughs> correct because it's not going to end well for him <laughs> Um, all right, let me ask my guest another question since Dave is done hosting. <laughs> Dave is logged uh, out. Not past pick eleven, and he's Dave, like, "I Dave, are, no you, are, are you rewatching your uh, your dairy no, video right I now?" I found. Doing- I'm trying to find. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to find a picture of Davis back when he was real little. Um, and instead, oh, I, I found I, I found something that I haven't seen in a long time, <laughs> and I was uh, trying to get that to the power city. How about this one? Uh, Pat, where would you like to see Quentin Johnston go? Because he's a guy that I feel like has a wide range of where he could go. First round, slip out of the first round. Like, what what do you think happens there? I would like if, let's say, like, Houston maybe moves back with their second pick somehow. um, Because I don't think they would take him that high. Or maybe, you know, in the second round, they get Quentin Johnston. I I would like him in that type of system where it's more about yards after catch. Um, Mike Renner's comped him to... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> why i have that in a folder I mean, on my computer i do it's, it's funny it's funny because i just look the exact same like to this day like there's the just same. there's just no just because i i just shaved too so like i could i could do this in the black t-shirt and the hat and you'd be like yeah it's literally just the same guy so we just put the white meme text on that says fuck justin ross <laughs> <laughs> Well, we attempted to talk Quentin Johnston. Yeah. We did well, really try. I was gonna say runners compared him to uh to Brandon Ayuk, bigger Brandon Ayuk. What would be I, that's kind of the appeal? What would be your I, order I of receivers, Patrick? I mean, if I was drafting, it would be uh, JSN, Jordan Addison, Quentin Johnston, and then probably Zay Flowers. I think that's probably the order they'll go in. The the Lions are a wild card for wide receiver, right? No one, no, like, big NFL is all in front of this. Like, Peter King is saying the Lions are drafting a wide receiver. You know who their starting wide receivers are going to be when they line up to throw in the first week of the season? I'm on Ross St. Brown. Josh Reynolds, who's got to be, like, 30 at this point. I feel like he's been a Lion my entire adult be. life. And then, spoiler he's alert. there a year ago. He's on the Rams. Marvin Jones Jr., Marvin Jones Jr. is back in action for the Detroit Lions. Like, that's what they're trying to do. I, I just... What's up with this Khalif Raymond? Yeah, what about Khalif Raymond, dude? What's he get? He's the slot guy. Amon Ross St. Brown is... He's not He's not taking St. Uh, Brown yeah, off. That, that, I just wanted right. to say Davis was erasing yeah. another player on the depth chart. It's all right. <laughs> well, and their other depth wide receiver, they just had to cut him because he got suspended for a year for sports betting. Quint- Quintus Cephas Quintus- could have seen snaps. That's I, actually why... I, I, 
That's why. That's why Tuttle's not on the show. Tuttle's not on the show because he was the one who was feeding Quintus Cephas bets to pay off yeah. his infamous comment that Quintus Cephas yeah. would be a better NFL player than Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> Dude, it, I mean, I see BSB in the chat saying, wasn't there buzz on Flowers being the first wide receiver drafted? Daniel Jeremiah claims he'll be the first receiver. Can we just say, like, draft Knicks absolutely fucking suck if Zay Flowers goes ahead of JSN? Like, that would be criminal. Yes. It just, it, just wouldn't make, it just wouldn't make any sense. That's also what will make it so fun. Just embrace. Embrace the live a little strategy <laughs> on thursday and fridays all i ask no one get like too judgy if a team wants if a team no one get too judgy about what these teams do that's literally hey, what hey they all do. if whole team wants Con- to take <laughs> Bichon robinson an industry so based judgy. on judging them yeah, just uh. just trust them and have fun with it if the bears draft Bijan, then say hey uh. this is gonna be really fun whoever drafts Bijan, this is gonna be fun don't be like, oh, what they should have I, done. I would feel, I would feel bad for Justin Fields if they skip an offensive lineman to take Bijan. I'd just be like, what, what are we doing here? This is the, uh, this, thank you, thank you, Sosa. This is the picture I haven't seen in forever. But you can't, you can't see unless you zoom in. Like Davis's mustache, he's he does have a mustache here, uh, and it's just a classic. Old I saw that photo picture. today because Davis connected with me on LinkedIn. And that is your it, Davis. Can I ask you a question? Is was that profile picture set on ironically way back in the day, or is that more recently been set ironically? Oh, it's unironic. Unironic. It's like, Levitan, 11 right? It's he's yeah. like, this is me. Yeah. I'm the I'm okay. never changing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, what, a, like what am I doing? I'm I'm updating my LinkedIn profile picture. You sent me an invite today. You're clearly spruced up. I haven't lot. I haven't logged on to LinkedIn in in eons, <laughs> and I just I accepted every friend request I had, and then added everyone that was a suggested connect. Okay. I thought you just got to the very end of your to do list, which was to add Pete on LinkedIn. I just noticed my bio on LinkedIn is I make videos and podcasts about fantasy sports, NFTs, etc. Got to remove that NFTs part. <laughs> Ooh, little eraser there. Let's forget that happened. Oh. Man, do you remember that six month period where where we yes. were just all in on oh, NFT content? I wish I could erase all that shit from the interwebs, not because I'm embarrassed about it, but be- just because that's so bad for. Like, so, like, I invite someone on my podcast, right? And they go through and they scroll through the episodes. And they're like, oh, we got some authors, pro skateboarder, some Brian Hooper. You know, I don't know about that. And then they get to, like, the <laughs> NFT episodes with Andy. And they're like, nope, not doing this show. Like, no chance. Isn't, didn't you just define embarrassment? Yeah. Be... <laughs> they, they, more, more so um, for, like, booking guests, yeah, honestly. Yeah, I just yeah. don't want that out there. They say time heals all wounds. And so, like... You know, I, I used to feel like pretty upset, you know, about like paper handing board apes and and right. only and only making. And now, you, you know, know, they actually were worthless. Yeah. And so like now it's just like I made money off of NFTs. I made money off of NFTs. Like proud of you, now man. it feels like a win. And I forget about the millions that I could have made. Pete, how are the moonbirds? Um, well, I'm glad you asked because we just hit our Diamond Ness exhibition where I received a day one pass, which basically means I haven't sold this fucking thing for far too long. And I just got to rank order my preferences on a cohort of art that I could win, potentially a beeple that could be worth uh, moderately generational wealth or a bunch of dust. So that's where I'm at right now with my Moonbirds, Dave. Peter, you don't want to share it and sell that at 40 Eve? Are you kidding me? We're at the floor. All right. Um, let's uh, let's wrap this puppy up. Uh, Pat, it's been it's been really fun having having you on. Having a fourth guest that is not adjusting his soccer EPL lineups during the uh, during the show. Hey, is... I adjusted mine, and you guys didn't even know. What's, <laughs> what's worse, adjusting EPL lineups or staring nonstop at Will Levis back photos? I would argue <laughs> it's fairly comparable. Also, shout well, out Levis to Tuttle. Better for content. Shout out to Tuttle. He he has since the end of the Swolecast regular season. He's just been crushing everything. Like I don't know. If, I don't know if we'll ever get him back. Hopefully, hopefully, it's incredible. All right, uh, but Pat, any closing thoughts and let people know where they can find your newsletter. Yeah, let me let me just uh, congratulate you because you, you did talk about uh, when when I asked you to repost that fleet. I said, you know, I've just been thinking about 
that fleet, which was honestly just true. I was I was yeah. on a ski trip and I just randomly thought about the fleet and wanted to see it. I, I fired that off. You responded back with uh, that you felt like a puppet, and I honestly did. I was like, oh god, did I? <laughs> my my jerking kitchen around here making him repost his fleet and then to hear of course you had it you had it in the back pocket it was it was well played by you well i was played. waiting for someone to ask me about that please <laughs> all right and where can we find along those lines kitchen when you posted your home improvement uh project yeah. all that fence were you trying to kind of like up me like saying like oh you're just lugging mulch around but i no, if i wanted to up you i I would as much uh, trust me. I used to have my own landscaping business. That was much harder than you know shoving a few pounds of mulch around. Right, so. I, I get it. You were trying to big time me there, um, yeah. but I gave you the retweet kitchen. Um, I just want you to know that was a little little pity. You favor. only gave me the retweet because I mentioned your newsletter, and uh, yeah, okay. Kitchen, do you have any uh, newsletter jealousy here? Uh, the three newsletter bros and. Oh, buddy, it's game? coming. I'm just taking notes from all y'all's newsletter. And so when I have the newsletter, you know, it's like Facebook. You know, it wasn't the first social media site. It was like the, you know, 11th or 12th. You'd release as frequently as you send out Swolecast shirts, Dave. Let's not kid ourselves. <laughs> I'm not in charge of sending Swolecast <laughs> shirts. But if you leave a comment, we'll pick a comment next week and we'll win. No, <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> next time we're on. Leave a comment. Uh, but Patrick, can you please just tell us where you're Yeah, legendary upside, legendaryupside.com. Uh, I'm running a early bird special, $69 for your first year. There's some oh. additional perks coming uh, next Ooh. week. I'll announce that as well. Um, also doing a 30-day trial until the NFL draft. So you got a few days if you, uh, if you want that sweet 30-day trial. I've got all my rookie content, and I am uh, dropping best ball rankings next week as BBM4 launches additional perks say no more that's how i bought four man's coins um back in the day so yeah. sounds good <laughs> davis final thoughts i just hope kansas city doesn't take a running back in round one just, <laughs> just please please man not not this i would love it can we can we get the they davis photo with a picture of ceh next to it yeah. oh very appropriate <laughs> All right. And Peter. Yeah. Um, looking forward to the draft. My my one bold prediction is bumper pool sneaks into the first round. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. It's a pleasure. We're on the road to 10K, though. I think YouTube's uh, their site's messing up because we're still stuck on 4,800 something. So um, prove me wrong and let's get to 4,900. You know, hit that like the road, button. The road to 10K subscribe and let's get it but honestly i would i would do this show i would do this show for free you know that's how much i enjoy Did you hear show. that one unit dan <laughs> one unit dan already knows that i do do this show for free so <laughs> oh, there we go uh that will be it though for this podcast thanks to pat thanks to producer sosa for just bringing the absolute fire today um, to Rob Coakley for the intro. Appreciate y'all. And we'll see you next time here on the Swellcast and RotorGrinders.com. Peace. Peace.